Hi there! Today's episode is a little different. So a few weeks ago, I got the opportunity to conduct a series of lunch and learns for an amazing group. And it was such a privilege, and I'm so grateful that I had the chance to share this content with them. And, you know, it was pretty good stuff, so I wanted to share it with you as well. Now, at some points, you might hear me refer to a visual of the slide that's in the picture, and that's because the format was where folks could see what I was referring to. But that doesn't really happen too much, and it's easy to imagine what I'm referring to and what I'm talking about. So let's get started. I love this Lunch and Learn. It speaks to something we all encounter at one time or another, how to get back on track, especially when you want to quit. Who hasn't needed a restart or a reboot when your new habits have slipped a little? And who hasn't wondered, why do I even bother when you're kind of tired of the diet and feeling like you want to quit? So in today's episode, we talk about two specific reasons why it's normal to want to quit and of course, what to do about those two things. And then we'll address three specific steps for getting back on track and feeling motivated again. Ready? Let's get after it. Do you ever feel like you know all the diet rules about eat this, but not that, and so you know what to do, but you just have a hard time actually doing it? I'm here to tell you, you are not the problem. Hi, I'm Lizzie. Welcome to the Confident Body Podcast, where we talk about all the mental and emotional parts of weight loss that diets don't tell you. It's time to step past the shame and the guilt from old diets and stop feeling like you're waiting to lose weight in order to fully participate in life. If you're ready to drop the diet mindset and learn what it takes to truly feel happy and confident in your own skin, you're in the right place. Let's get started. All right, how to get back on track. So first of all, why is it so easy to want to quit? Uh, it, it, it's, it seems like we're kind of you know trying to climb up the mountain and, and getting, uh, getting all the way up there can be really challenging. So it can be very tempting to want to quit. And there's actually specific reasons why. So first of all, when we're talking about health and wellness, and particularly if you're trying to lose weight or get healthy, uh, one of the reasons why uh, it, it's easy to want to quit is because of the diet trap. So when we go on a diet, the, the way that a, you know, the typical diet these days is set up is that you kind of have to follow the rules. And if you uh, fail, if you don't follow the rules perfectly, then you're a failure. And it can be kind of an either or all or nothing. And, you know, you can go a couple of days being on track, but then, uh, you know, you kind of one slip up and it feels like, oh, I ruined it. I have to start all the way over from scratch. And, you know, starting fresh each day, each week, when you perhaps maybe have undone, uh, undone your progress on the weekend, that can get really demoralizing. When you feel like you're kind of constantly off target, then anyone would want to quit because the idea is you're you're aiming for a mark. And if you feel like you're constantly missing it because of the way that the diet is set up, the diet makes you feel like I have to follow the rules. And if I don't follow the rules, I'm a failure. If you're constantly feeling like a failure, of course, you're going to want to quit. So that's one reason why it's really easy to kind of fall into this uh, feeling of like, it's not working. So instead of striving to follow the rules perfectly, just strive for progress instead of perfection. I'm sure we've all seen that and heard that before, but absolutely the idea of making progress is so, so, so much more important than following whatever plan you're trying to follow to try and follow perfectly. Another reason why it can be difficult to stay on track and it can be feel so easy to want to quit is because of the motivation illusion. You know, 
what really even is motivation? Like a lot of times we feel like, well, I just don't feel motivated to work out or I don't feel like having a salad, but, but like what, what is motivation? It's, it's kind of this weird thing. Like, I don't even know what it is. And you know, the dictionary says that motivation is a motivating force, which I always love definitions that have the, the same word in the definition <laughs> or a stimulus or an influence, but it's still like kind of hard to wrap your hands around and, and motivation or like waiting to feel motivated to exercise or to eat healthy can be, can feel kind of slippery. It's almost like trying to hold on to water. Like it's, you can cup your hands, but eventually it's going to seep through the cracks in your fingers and motivation is a lot like that. But the thing is that motivation is a feeling and like any other feeling, it can come and go like happy, sad, excited, uh, confused. The, these things ebb and flow. And so it is normal and natural for your motivation to be high and also to be low. It waxes and wanes like any other feeling. And so when we rely on motivation, I just, I just don't feel motivated to work out that's when we kind of set ourselves up for disaster. And I would actually say it really comes down to what happens when it gets hard. So let's take another example. Um, imagine a parent. Uh, so a, a parent of a young child. When it gets hard, when the baby's crying at night, you know, does the, does the person, does the dad feel motivated to get up and help the baby? Well, they may not like it. It may not be fun, but the, the dad still does because it's part of his identity as I am a dad. I'm a good father. I get up and I help my baby when she, she or she is crying in the night. It's part of his belief system. He doesn't wait to feel like I want to get up and help the baby. It's like, it's just who I am. It's what I do. Even if I don't feel like it, I'm going to do it. Um, same thing for yourself, perhaps um, when you're on a project, sometimes projects get tight, you know, deadlines are looming. And if you wait to feel like you're motivated to get your project done, that might be a little flimsy to rely on uh, if you're waiting to feel motivated to get your stuff done. But my guess is you have a belief system that you are the kind of person that meets deadlines, that gets stuff done, you deliver and you deliver well. And so you don't rely on whether or not you feel like it, you just do it even when it gets hard. And so if we take that to our weight loss journey or our health journey and so forth, if we're waiting on motivation, if we're waiting to when we feel good about it, we're setting ourselves up for failure. Instead, motivation is about what we do and how we think when it gets hard and how can you adjust your belief systems to be, I am the kind of person who even when it's hard, I still exercise. Or even when I don't feel like a salad, I'm still at least going to have a little bit. Um, you know, in, in little ways, am I the kind of person that gets up in the night and helps the child because I'm a good dad? Am I the kind of person that meets deadlines because I have a strong work ethic? Am I the kind of person who takes care of themselves? Because it's who I am. It's what I do. So just to recap, some of the reasons why it's really easy to want to quit is because diets set us up and they make us feel like we have to be perfect and it, it, that's impossible. So strive for progress. And secondly, when we're relying on motivation what, to feel like we want to exercise or eat well, that sets us up for failure. So instead try and not rely on motivation, but instead rely on your beliefs of who you are as a person.
Okay, so that's why it's easy to want to quit. Now, how do we get back on track? So uh, I'm gonna start the, the steps for how to get back on track with a story. It's a story about a track race in 2008 uh, with a young lady named Heather Dorenden from Minnesota. So in 2008, Heather Dorenden was a collegiate athlete and she'd had lots of positive races to her uh, credit already. So like she was, she had high expectations for this race. And the 600 meters is three laps around the track on the indoor track. And so three laps is not that far. The gun goes off. She starts off strong. She, you know, slides into third place. You know, the whole first lap, she's kind of in third place. As the second lap goes along, she makes her move. She gets up into second place. And as they're finishing the second lap, she pulls even with the lead runner and she pulls in to first place. So there's one lap to go and she's in first place. But just as she pulls into first place, the worst thing happens. So there's one lap to go. She trips and she falls. So this is Heather. She falls and in like a split second, she is now on the ground in last place. There's one lap to go. And she could quit. It would be understandable. Like this was really hard. A lot had happened. And, uh, but she decided to get up and keep running. And as the last lap progresses, she is 30 meters behind everybody, but she keeps going. She keeps trying. And as they're rounding, they've got about a third of the race left to go. She pulls even with the last runner. So now she's in third place out of four. And with just 10 meters left to go, they've got, they've already rounded the last corner. The finish line is in sight. She's in third place. Then she takes over into second place with like five meters to go. And at the very end, there's just this last step is when she pulls in to first and wins the race. And so the idea, this is a metaphor, like this really happened, obviously, but it's a metaphor that winning is not about being perfect. It's about persevering in the face of failures. So step one to getting back on track, even when you want to quit, is to make failure your friend. So winning is not about being perfect and running with no mistakes. In fact, mistakes are part of the journey. It's about persevering through the mistakes and making those mistakes part of your success story. So weight loss or a healthy lifestyle is a skill. Whether you're learning how to code, whether you're learning how to cook, whether you're learning how to have a healthy lifestyle, it is a skill that you can learn just like any other skill. And there's a very step-by-step -step process that you can use to learn this skill, which is step one, try something new. I'm going to try and have a salad today. Mess up. Step two, it's going to happen. You will have failure. You have mistakes. It's expected. Step three, ask yourself kindly, no shame, no judgment, but just what can I learn from that moment? Like I plan to have a salad or I plan to work out. It didn't happen. How come? Well, maybe I didn't sleep well last night, or maybe I got you know bad news from my, from my family, uh, whatever. Maybe there was something going on. Maybe you didn't plan ahead. All kinds of different things can happen, but what can I learn from this? How can I use this answer to inform my choices in the future? Step four. And then finally, repeat. It is a process of learning. So failure, we can look at it as, as the cup half empty or half full. 
Is failure a reason to quit or is it an opportunity to learn? And when you make failure your friend, you can use it as an opportunity to learn. However, if you use it as an opportunity to quit, quitting does not get you to your goal faster. Interestingly though, if you allow failure to be an opportunity, failure can get you to your goal faster because you use it as a chance to grow. So step number one for getting back on track is to make failure your friend. Step number two for getting back on track is to look for evidence of progress. So there's an interesting study um, and there's a, a book called The Progress Principle by a woman named Teresa Amiable, I think I'm pronouncing her name right, um, which basically says that human beings are actually more motivated by progress towards a goal rather than achieving a goal itself. And you can think about this in weight loss, uh, you know, it's very hard to see progress quickly. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a long-term process. It takes time. And so that is one of the things that can be frustrating, changing our habits. If you're trying to quit, um, procrastinating, you know, or if you're trying to write a book, whatever it is, these things take time. And so it can be difficult to see progress when there's a, a kind of a long timeline. And so what you need to do in order to help you stay motivated uh, is to look for evidence of success and evidence of progress along the way. You've got to make yourself purposefully feel as good as you can about the work you're doing rather than I'm not there yet. So those tiny wins along the way are so, so important. They're more important than achieving the goal itself because those little wins along the way are what fuel you to keep going. And you're like, well, why? How does that matter? Because our brain gets a little hit of dopamine when we get a little tiny win, when we allow ourselves to say, well, okay, maybe I didn't eat perfectly today, but I did have a salad for lunch and I did work out today. So that's a win. I feel proud of myself today. I feel like I'm making progress. That gives your brain a little hit of dopamine and that helps your brain remember, oh, I like this. I like this new habit change that I'm trying to work on. I want to remember to do it again. If you're constantly feeling like I'm not there yet, I, I, why am I not you know, making progress? Why am I not where I want to go? That feels bad. And your brain wants to avoid feeling bad. And so it wants to quit what you're trying to work on. So you've got to give your brain a reason to remember why it likes this new habit change. Give yourself as, as much of a chance as possible to feel great about the progress that you're making. So if you want to make it easier to keep going, you've got to allow yourself to feel like you're making progress. That those little wins, the, the feeling of it's working is what fuels the engine of motivation. It's what helps you to keep going. And that will, of course, eventually help you get to your long-term goal. But if, you, if you're constantly feeling like I'm not there yet, you're not going to feel like you're making progress and you're going to want to quit. So you've got to seek those wins, keep talking positively yourself, look for specific ways in which you're making progress. All right. And step three, hacks for making it easier to feel progress, making it easier to allow yourself to fuel that engine of motivation. Step number one is strive for imperfection. So a lot of times, you know, we talked in the beginning about the, the diet trap 
that if I, if I didn't follow the plan perfectly, then uh, I wrecked it. I, I, I ruined the plan. So instead of trying for that, try to just do a little bit better. So um, I heard a story of a woman who once lost a uh, hundred pounds and she started with, she only made decisions and choices based on what she knew she could keep doing. She was like, I'm never making a promise to myself that I can't see myself still doing five years from now. And when she started her journey, uh, she would eat a carton of ice cream every night. That was part of her habit. And when she started, she's like, okay, I know I can't quit eating ice cream right now. Like I'm just not willing to do that. I can't see myself still doing that five years from now, but can I just put the ice cream in a bowl instead of eating it out of the carton? And so she did that. And she's like, I, I could see myself just eating ice cream out of a bowl instead of a carton for the, you know, for five years or for the rest of the rest of my life. And she, in little tiny ways, asked herself, can I just walk for 10 minutes? Yeah, I could do that. Can I just, you know, put a, a veggie on, on my side with the steak and potatoes? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Or can I just, you know, skip the the butter on my pancake and just have syrup instead of butter. And so in those little tiny ways, she made little choices of, can I just imperfectly make progress? And over time she lost a hundred pounds. So when you want to quit, instead of striving to get it all right, strive for imperfection and ask yourself, can I just do X, Y, Z? What is the, the minimum you can ask yourself to give yourself that feeling of making progress to fuel that engine of motivation. All right. Step number two hacks for motivation is to remember that success is like bamboo. So I'm certainly not a horticulturalist, if that's even, I'm not sure I pronounce that really well, but uh, from what I have read, the way that bamboo grows is that its roots um, grow underneath the ground and they create this massive root system without really showing much on the surface for the first few years, but it's building up this, this very strong, very intricate root system. And then in like the third or fourth year, the bamboo shoots up. Uh, it can grow like, you know, 60 inches in a very short amount of time. And so success is a lot like that, is that every day that you're taking steps, even if you can't necessarily see the, the shoots of the bamboo sticking out from the surface of the ground, you're making progress. So remember that every little step you're taking is you're building your foundation. That over time, as you build a stronger and stronger foundation of compassionately asking yourself, what can I learn from that? Making tiny adjustments here and there. Can I just do X, Y, Z to make a tiny improvement? You're building that foundation of trust with yourself and success builds over time. Um, so number two hack for motivation is to remember that success is like bamboo. And finally, number three, the most powerful three-letter word, the power of yet. When you feel like you want to quit, remember the power of yet. I haven't gotten there yet. I don't know how to do this yet. I haven't figured this out yet. You have so much potential, so much growth and opportunity. And going back to one of the previous slides, quitting is not going to get you there any faster. But if you give yourself the just sliver of opportunity that like, what if I could figure this out? Maybe I just haven't done it yet. There's always an opportunity to keep growing, keep building that foundation of your bamboo and making little steps of progress each time. 
So that is how to get back on track even when you want to quit. Nice. Okay, quick recap. So step number one, make failure your friend. Step number two, look for evidence of progress. And step number three, hacks for motivation were, number one, strive for imperfection. Number two, remember that success is like bamboo. And number three, use the most powerful three-letter word, yet. You know, the other day I was reading Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the Way, and he talks about that the obstacle, or in our case, failure, is not something to just get over. It is the thing that helps you forward. It is the pathway through. So how can you use that in your weight loss journey? How can you look at slip-ups or overeats, not as something to just move on from, but as a crucial part of the weight loss process that ultimately becomes your pathway to success? Just something to think about. Okay, so for today, your one small confident body action step is, I want you to take a look at the last week. You know what? Let's even just look at yesterday. What is something you did that helped you yesterday to feel good? Maybe you had a good breakfast. Did you move your body intentionally? Do you have a glass of water? Maybe you avoided a temptation. Find one thing, or more, obviously, the more the better, but really notice in your mind how you helped yourself yesterday. How did you do something positive for your health, for your body, just for yourself yesterday? Give yourself credit. Allow yourself to feel good. Give yourself that mental high five and use that as evidence of how you are making progress all the time. How does it feel? And then think on how that good feeling is a lot more likely to make you want to keep going than beating yourself up ever would. You are making progress all the time. Give yourself a chance to get credit for it. Not because it's nice or fluffy, but because giving yourself credit is the thing that helps you do the next thing. That feel-good feeling is what fuels the next action. And I've got an entire chapter in my book about ways to look for progress and fueling your motivation. So head on over to Amazon and check it out. Just search for You Are a Miracle on Amazon. And remember, love yourself because it feels good. And feeling good is the only way to keep going. All right, that's what I've got for you this week. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. Seriously, I know it's not a small thing and I genuinely appreciate it and I hope it helped you. Make sure you head on over to confidentbody.coach slash tips and sign up for my seven top tips for little shifts that create big results so that you can start feeling confident in your body right now. I will see you next week. And until then, remember, you are a miracle.